advisory to those who are not animal lovers, open to new ideas, or interested in integrative holistic healthcare for your pets, and believe that prescription diet is the best food for your pet. This podcast may offend your sensibilities. Have you ever felt frustrated and helpless after listening and doing everything your vet told you to do but it only made your sick pet worse and not get any better? That's me in 2008 with my first adopted cat, Meow. I did everything the vet told me to do and I realised she wasn't getting any better and only worse. So I decided to look into alternative health options and was drawn to the stories of holistic pet service entrepreneurs and their transformative journey, overcoming obstacles, chasing their passion and creating a movement that has caused a ripple effect of positive change in the lives of their clients and pets around the world. Join me as I share the raw, inspiring journeys of these amazing entrepreneurs, their successes and failures. My name is Amrys Wang, and this is The Raw Entrepreneur. Good morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are in the world right now. This is Amrys Wang of The Raw Entrepreneur. Today's episode is with the cool, fun, curious, crafty, problem-solving, echo-conscious, fervent animal lover... Simply gorgeous and intrepid female serial entrepreneur, bar none, Janine Ling. Have you ever gnawed on a bone for the longest time trying to solve a question on how to make the best pet grooming product while not harming the planet? Well, Janine gnawed on this bone and after multiple experiments in her kitchen, she proudly presents to the world her answer wrapped in a bath soap. Janine was the co-founder of Kin and & Kind and has since left the business to start her next level concept of natural, eco-friendly pet grooming products, Project Suds. This is her story. Who is Janine Ling, please? Um, so, what do you want? My, uh, like, who my background? Are you? Yeah, who are you? So uh, pretty much an animal lover, just like you, right? So uh, starting from a kid, I think uh, my favorite thing in the world was animals. Like every book I could get my hands on, every pet, you know, I could possibly get into my house, I would. Uh, I live close enough where I was able to walk to my uh, local pet store. I would go there every day and just like, you know, pretty much stare and memorize every animal they had. And that was like, you know, in the, I think it was like a, late 80s early 90s and i feel like the pet industry from then to now was really different uh when i was a kid pet stores had tons of animals you know everything was alive there and it was i grew up in staten island but when when uh i first started going to the pet store i feel like we had a lot of more exotic stuff so that was just always my passion by the time i turned 16 i finally got a, a job there and i stayed there uh throughout college and i remember thinking to myself uh, if I could do this forever, I'd be happy. Like, you know, this, this is it. This is what I want to do. And uh, when I turned 21, uh, I signed a lease on my actual 22nd birthday for my, uh, my first pet store. My, it's my only pet store, but I did move it once uh, in New Jersey. Yeah, so I signed the lease on my 22nd birthday and I've had the pet store uh, for 17 years. 
I said, uh, when we started, when I started 17 years ago, the industry was still a lot different. We sold live animals. I had uh, birds that we'd raised from, you know, week, two weeks old, uh, guinea pigs, hamsters. I had a, you know, little tortoise that walked around the store. Uh, I used to do uh, animal shows for uh, the local schools, the Girl Scouts, the Boy Scouts all the time. It was really like, you know, about kids and about animals. But as the industry changed and progressed, I think about uh, probably eight years ago now, we stopped with the live animals, kind of faded out. Where now it's just really a focus on dog and cat. I'm really about uh, nutrition and health um, is like the main focus. I think in general, the pet industry is kind of, that's, that's where everybody kind of is. For the entire 17 years, I've watched the industry change. Uh, but the only thing I've always felt is the pretty much like the grooming or allergy segment of dogs for environmental has just never evolved, you know, where the dog food has really evolved. I mean, we've just have so many choices and healthy foods and raw option has really, really been becoming really popular. Uh, but the other categories, I feel like it's just undeveloped, you know, nobody really doing a good job in it. Uh, especially, like I said, I have a dog who has severe environmental allergies. Um, she's on a raw diet. She doesn't eat beef. She doesn't do well with beef, but I pretty much cleared up all her skin issues. But her, uh, she still has allergies to like just seasonal things. Um, that's when I started just creating my own products because I, the stuff that I had on the shelf just didn't work. And, and just looking at the ingredients on a lot of the stuff we have on the shelf, they just actually feel like it makes the dogs worse. A lot of things that are marketed to uh, medicated shampoo, itchy shampoo, a lot of them, they use a uh, harsh chemical that pretty much strips the dogs of the natural oils and the natural uh, bacteria they have in their skin that actually protects them. And it actually makes the dogs worse. It probably lasts for about a day or two. The dogs will be like less itchy and then their skin actually develops a lot worse uh, issues over time. So that's when I started making my own products for uh, my little itchy puppy. Um, and then uh, my twin brother actually is a corporate lawyer. Uh, he kind of want to get out of corporate law. And uh, that's how I got involved with Kid and Kind. We kind of built it together. We did that for a few years uh, until recently. Uh, I really wanted to just branch out to my own brand. Um, having a partner, it was, you know, when you have different directions, it was, I found it just not, I was losing like the passion of it. You know, I really just wanted to be able to do what I wanted instead of, you know, just a battle of anything, especially when you have different ideas and different directions you want to go into. So I uh, mm -hmm. started uh, a new a new brand, uh, like I said, just where I have all the freedom from the packaging to our mission uh, for our ingredients. So after a few years of doing that, though, there was things that I've learned over the years that I'm like, man, you know, if I had to do this again, this is what I would do, you know. One of the biggest things was uh, the packaging. I never had any uh, type of say or, you know, any real uh, part of the packaging from labels or what it goes into. Uh, mm -hmm. But this time, like I said, it was like start fresh. All right. So I really want to do a plastic free uh, packaging. I feel like we're, we're in the pet, you know, and it's like, you know, we care about pets. We care about the environment. I felt like that was uh, super important to do. That was probably one of the biggest challenges is the uh, the packaging to do a grooming line. You know, you're talking about 
you know, things we need plastic for, right? You know, we need spray tops, we need, we need bottles. So that was one of the most difficult parts of starting the new, uh, the new line. The other thing I wanted to do was do, like I said, things that I wish I've done or now think about like, oh, if I could do this again, I would, I would do X, Y, Z. One of the main things that I'm doing now is using apple cider vinegar as the main ingredient in all our uh, shampoos. Apple cider vinegar. Why is that? Uh, it's, it's awesome. I mean, topically and just actually ingesting it is really good for us and our dogs. Uh, one of the main reasons in the shampoos is when you saponify with apple cider vinegar, it actually softens the, uh, it softens everything. Like in, I'm in New Jersey, all our water is super hard. Uh, it actually, when you have hard water and you wash your hair with hot water, it leaves almost like a greasy film where soft water uh, makes your hair like really nice, soft, and like breaks down the, the hard minerals. Uh, it doesn't have the hard minerals in it as we do in the hard water. The apple cider vinegar lowers the pH, breaks down those hard minerals, and keeps your hair really nice and soft. The other thing is for skin issues, um, apple cider vinegar has all that good bacteria. Uh, it's super antifungal. It has like all these great properties for the topical skin issues that we're combating uh, in general for for most of dogs. Uh, unfortunately, at this point, I find that's probably the number one issue for dogs is just skin issues, right? They're, they're itchy. Um, mm. So I found that just like super, super helpful ingredient uh, with making the soaps. The other thing is like making soap from scratch. Um, I'm a huge fan of making things, but I love having to be able to, when you make things from scratch, to be able to control the the ingredients, right? So all our shampoos, each each one has a different purpose. We could lower and increase different different oils. Like coconut oil is super cleansing. Olive oil is super conditioning. So depending on which soap you got, we could, you know, have a conditioning uh, soap. We're going to raise the olive oil in it. We're going to lower the coconut oil. If you want a deep cleaning one, we're going to raise it this way and do that. It just really customizes our formulas. Uh, I, I just a huge fan of just making things and like, you know, formulations and just testing things. We've been testing it uh, probably like eight months now. So when we first started making soap. I give it to all my friends. I make them be the guinea pigs first to try it on myself and, you know, make sure everybody, you know, does really well with it. I've been using it strictly on my hair for about eight months. Uh, I love it. Uh, I use the actual bar soap. Um, it's been working great. I find it, I like the bar soap better. Uh, in the U.S., I know people just like uh, the, the liquid soap. I think it sells bar soap. I think it's convenience, but with the bar soap, it's it's more concentrated. Like a four ounce bar is actually equal to like a 16 ounce liquid soap. And with the bar soap, you have less packaging. You know, we don't have water, uh, less shipping, uh, minimal packaging. We just use a cardboard box that, that you could compost after. So like I said, for me, it's just a very eco-friendly uh, way to use things. Uh, the other thing I'm, I, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I, I love that idea. I, I, I like bathing with, I used to use liquid soap, but I think that's a cultural thing, you know, like most modern society, we are so used to going to the shops and buying everything in a plastic bottle, like you said, yeah. you know, with a pump. So I think, I think today's generation of children are just used to using a pump for soap and for shampoo and you know just everything yeah you know just using a plastic bottle yeah. so the idea of a bar of soap is um very old school for them um i i recently went back to using um soap bars as well because i actually love it like you said it's more environmentally friendly 
um because that's one of my things like you know i'm trying to like cut down on my on my waste yeah. you know plastic especially and you know so you know listening to to your new your new venture and your and your core concepts and ideas is very very exciting for me you know because it's like you you are helping the environment plus you know you're you're doing something that's still very natural and i like the fact that you're like a scientist but an artist at the same time because you're crafty i mean from what you're saying you like making things so you're a maker at the same time you like to experiment so you're a bit of a scientist there because you're always trying to figure out like you're saying olive oil you know you raise it or the coconut oil you lower it you know yeah um and i like that because it it means you know you have one of those left brain and right brain kind of person that you're using both at the same time you know uh very very cool uh, very very cool i yeah like i said i love making things i mean with with uh with the old company, we did contract manufacturing too. And we worked uh, hand in hand with uh, formulators. And mm-hmm. it was just, it's just so cool to make things from scratch. You know, like if somebody has a concept, they want a lotion or this oil and putting everything together and understanding what every single ingredient does and why it's in there. Uh, it's so interesting to me. I, I kind of ruin things for, for my girlfriend though when she goes to like Ulta because I read everything, you know, and I'm like, oh, this is this is no good. This is they're gonna put this in. I'm like, we just need simple stuff, you know. I, I'm like very old school, minimal. Like, you know, we just need X, Y, Z. You know, we don't need all this this extra stuff that they're they're adding there for no reason, you know, just for for label appeal or whatever they're doing. Mm. Um, would you say it's you know, for a lot of people, they, they think, why, why should I use soap, a bar soap versus liquid soap? It, like I say, it's more eco-friendly and it's more cost-effective. So we did both because there are people that, that do want that liquid soap. I, I mean, I could understand it maybe if you have a long-haired door, dog, but at the same time, I, I use, you know, I have longer hair and I've been using the, the bar soap uh, with no problem. Uh, but it's definitely more cost-effective and uh like mm. more eco-friendly the bar soap has no water in it you know we're using apple cider vinegar and our oils uh that are saponified and that's it with the liquid soap we still we we have a uh liquid paste that we make with the apple cider mm. vinegar and the oils and then we have to dilute it to make it into a um, a liquid shampoo otherwise it's actually a paste when it's concentrated so now you, you know you're, you're paying for for us to dilute it basically you're paying for that water but it's that convenience that that people or they're just like you said a cultural thing that people are just used to you know using liquid they want to you know i don't know <laughs> i don't know i don't get it i mean we really kind of converted everything into bar soap at the house even our dish soap we make dish soap uh and we use like little dish brushes my mom, you know, she, she, I try to get her to use the, the bar soap. She's like, I need, I need the liquid soap. It's not, you know, it's just not enough. I have to, I don't get it. You know, it might just be a cultural thing that we just have to get used to the bar it, soap. It's works. a psychological thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's a psychological it's a thing. Like they, they, it's that feel, that textural thing, like, oh, the, the, the liquid and the suds, yeah. you know, um, they, they, they probably think that with the bar soap, they might not get that kind of feeling, yeah. you know, with the suds, they, it, I think a lot of people think you it must be very soapy to be clean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, they equate mm-hmm. the they amount were, of soapiness for cleanliness, so which they don't get that it's not true. Yeah. So that was really important to us to make it lather because everybody is looking for those bubbles. So uh, they can say we 
with the three oils we're using in our shampoos is uh, coconut, olive, and castor oil. One of the, the reasons for the castor oil is to create those those larger bubbles that everybody's looking for. So our bar soap does really lather up. And I think the apple cider definitely helps to add that lather. Uh, but the bar soap and the liquid soap really is like, it really lathers up, uh, really lathers up nicely. Is that I've been letting my friends test it for months, basically. Um, and everybody says the same thing. They love it, you know. It works really well for cleansing. We actually made uh, favors for my friend's wedding. We made a uh, like custom bar soap for her, like in our little wedding co colors uh, for everybody to use. So, it, you know, we gave it out to like, you know, 80 strangers, you know, to get some feedback on it. And they loved it. So that was great. Little do they know we're marketing it to dogs because, because, you know, <laughs> we're telling them to use it. But, you know, I know. But uh, so, what, 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 I, what I love about what you're doing, honestly, is that you're proving to people that, yes, you know, this is for animals, but it's for humans as well. You know, it's good. It's good for us. It's good for them. You know, um, can I can I just ask, because I think a lot of newbies will say, like, how long would a bar of soap last? It, it, so it's about equal to a 16 ounce uh, bottle of shampoo or yes. Okay. It's, so four ounces equals about 16 ounces. The main thing is just not keeping it in the shower because it will like start to break down in the shower. Or if you keep it in the shower, keep it into like a little cheesecloth bag or something last longer, or just keeping it dry will definitely uh, last you a lot longer. Mm, yeah. Cause I've, I've tried like almost like a pure coconut oil based soap before a bar soap and <laughs> I, I didn't know this. So like, as I was washing in the, you know, like in the showers, like it literally sort of like disappeared in my hand. Because, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, um, yeah. So I keep my soap bar in a, like a soap bag kind of thing. You know? you keep um, it in a little bag, it lasts a lot longer. And it also depends on how long you cure it for. So if for, for uh, if you use 100% coconut, uh, coconut oil bar soap, it's probably really super fatted because like I said, coconut oil, when it's saponified, is really cleansing and really stripping. So to counteract that, you would super fat it. So uh, that's probably why it also broke down. It's probably like, because our dish soap is actually 100% coconut oil. And that is like hard hockey puck of a bar. Like you would not want to use it on yourself. So uh, yeah, it was probably just like really super fatted. So a little bit softer, probably broke down a little faster in the shower for you. So, you know, were you always like into making stuff when, since you were a kid or is this a, a new thing, you know, in the last couple of years? So as a kid, I really like crafts and I really like building things, you know, uh, I uh, took auto in high school. Like I was just always fascinated on how things worked and, and building stuff. Um, so I think it was just, and like, you know, when you get into, into uh, contract manufacturing, formulating, it was just really cool to see like, you know, all these hundred ingredients turn into like this high emotion or, you know, this shampoo or something else. Uh, I personally, for my own formulas, I like minimal things. Like I, I want every ingredient to have a purpose, you know, have a reason. Um, mm -hmm. but like I said, that's kind of like, you know, my whole lifestyle, I really like minimal stuff. You know, we don't need a lot. I, I think a lot of things, uh, could be replaced by coconut oil, you know, just, <laughs> just use that. <laughs> it's fine. But, uh, yeah. And then my, uh, the other thing we really wants to do is, is just give back. Right. Um, so what our bar soap, every time you make a batch of bar soap, the ends are always like ugly, you know, just cosmetically, cause they're just not perfect. So we end up taking all the ends and uh, we remelt it and make uh, 
brand new boss hopes and we donate it to uh, the homeless shelters and the local food banks. My, uh, my girlfriend actually is a counselor at a homeless shelter. What? Cool. Yeah. So we, Very nice. to her, so we give it to her and they love it. So again, you know, it's, it's going back, people are using it, but again, it's human grade stuff. You know, we, I just, my, my heart's for dog. That's why I'm not doing a human line. Like, you know, my passion is just really for animals. So it just goes back to dogs. And I feel like everything that I know about, in general, about nutrition or health comes from 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 learning about animals, you know, and it, it kind of reflects on ourselves. Like the things we use, the things in our, uh, our supplements or ear cleaners, everything is stuff that uh, I use for myself first, personally, to test on myself and then use it for my dogs. But knowing yeah. what the purpose is, like, all right, this is doing this, that, and then reflecting back to my own self about like, even with the raw diet, you know, understanding my own diet, the less, the less processed foods we eat is, is better for us. So, you know, getting back to as close to nature as we can is, is better for us and same, you know, same concept for our dogs or our cats. So how long ago was it when you, when you switched to feeding like a raw food diet for your dog? I mean, how long ago was that? Oh, uh, for, from my little kid, uh, day one, Yeah. Uh, day one, she had such bad allergies uh, that mm. she's, you know, I mean, I don't think dogs should be in processed food anyway, but for, for her allergies, like a kibble is just too starchy, you know, it's just going to inflame her, cause more issue. Mm. I mean, I could understand, mm. you know, the convenience, the cost, why people can't, you know, always do raw, but I just think raw diet is, is, is a superior diet. Mm-hmm. Like I don't see the benefit if, of, like I said, the starches or the heat that we're adding to it to make it into a kibble. So, so you know, you said that you were you ran a, a pet shop for like well seventeen. Years. That's a long time. That's a you long know, time. But it's saying out loud instead of weird, but yeah. <laughs> you know, um, so you know, you you had lots of like exotic animals and stuff there, but you know, like even like say. Um, the products that you sold there, I'm, I'm assuming you, you sold like pet food as well. Like when did you start, you know, like getting that, that, that light bulb to start transitioning or, you know, changing the focus, you know, of, of what you're doing in the pet store. Uh, focus to, to doing raw or like the direction. You know, it, yeah. Um, raw, the general direction, you know, like originally I'm, I'm assuming like 17 years ago, you know, your pet store would have been quite, like, I don't know, like a regular pet store with animals and you're selling maybe food. Did you sell yeah, food? No, yeah, or... we, only, we only sold dog and cat food. And uh, yeah. the dog and cat food we sold was like the top of the, the, the best of the kibble. You know, the stuff you couldn't find. I mean, we were, we were the first people to sell Origin. Uh, we were one of the largest Inova California natural distributors. Um, so we sold the, the stuff that you couldn't find. I mean, I remember mm. when Evo first came out, it was the first grain-free uh, dog food formula. It was like the, the innovation on the market. I feel like, right. I mean, my heart is for independence. You know, the, the, the brand I always want for independence. I feel like independence is the backbone to the pet industry, right? Independents are giving the education. We're looking for those products. We're always trying to be better. You know, we're, we, we're out there. Your independents are making brands. You know, if, if it wasn't for independents, these brands wouldn't exist. We build them. 
and it like right. hurts my heart <laughs> when like the good brands go into like you know your Walmart, your Target. You're like not necessarily you know it's business, I guess. But like I said, I've just you know my my passion is for independence. I, I feel like you know they built the pet industry to where it is. And, uh, mm. you know, I like the, the brands that are loyal to it, like from, from, you know, from just loyal to the independent community, uh, which I appreciate mm. that. So, uh, I think independence in general, just do, do a better job. Like I said, I think we have to, you know, we have to provide some level of either education or better products, different products, uh, to compete in this, in this market. So you've always been a very, you know, strong-minded, independent spirit to, you know, I mean, like from talking to you, it sounds like, you know, since you're like a wee one, you know, you've always, you know, like pretty much do what you want to do. Um, you know, I'm getting this kind of vibe from you, you know, you didn't really want to do what other people expected you to do, you know, um, even like what you're describing, like your pet store, like you, you want to be the best, you want to be independent, you know, um, you're always looking for the best for your animals. Hence, you're serving, you know, your community, uh, your clients to provide the best options. Um, wow. So, I think, I think it's, it's, it's more like when you find what you're passionate for, it's mm -hmm. fine with you, right? You just, you just keep going. So was there any time where, you know, that you sort of like wanted to, when something wasn't working out, what, what would you do if you, you know, met an obstacle? I mean, like, how, how, how would you deal with it? Oh, you always meet obstacles. I mean, like, I feel like, you know, it's just, it's, it's just guaranteed you're going to get into the obstacle. Ah, uh, you just, you just push through. I mean, it's just, it's going to happen, but you just figure it out. I mean, like I said, the, the plastic free concept is a huge obstacle. Mm. Like, you know, it'd be a thousand times easier to just put this in plastic bottles. It's cheaper. You don't have to think about, you know, how we're going to make this into how we're going to transfer this and how is how we're going to educate the, the consumer about why this is, is, is a better option. Um, but you just have to do it. But I think it's the, the passion that makes you go forward. It excites you. Right. It, it just drives mm. you. It's like it's not work anymore. It's just it's just the goal you're going to get to. It sounds a lot like, you know, like each time you, you had a business and then you evolved and you changed it, you know, each step you took, it's almost like, you know, you're climbing this, like you're, you're, you're reaching for this vision that you have, not just for animals, but it's a reflection of your own life values, you know, um, how, you know, you want to go back to being minimalistic you know eco-friendly these are your core values you know um and you're very passionate about about serving you know the animals with that with those values as well so it's like you know i see you know like listing you have your pet shop and then you had your kid and kind and then now now you've got your your new your new project uh coming up you know your new brand and it seems to be more refined each time Oh, and yeah. very focused on on the the service, the product, you know, with very with more clarity, you know, like your vision is is becoming very very clear, you know. Looking at your at the website, um, you know, I love the website. It's ah, very nice. 
it's yeah you know um i'm just wondering would i be able to buy it from singapore <laughs> <laughs> we'll try to get the distribution out there um yeah i feel yeah. like it, 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 it should be better because like i said just just shipping it because we, we eliminated water for everything shipping it should be a lot cheaper you know we got like four mm. ounce bottles that we got to ship across instead of 16 ounce now you know we're saving that yeah i mean the even to be plastic free we even had to think about our labels our labels had to be uh paper without lamination right. you know, there's like a lot of testing even just labels you're like you know i didn't think that would be an issue but the adhesive is an issue the coating is an issue um but it was just like i said it's really important to stick to to the mission and what what we wanted to do but i like i said I hope so, get into singapore so how okay so, so you were saying you were testing this product for at least at least eight months yeah, is, is that been how long? Started, um, I started really thinking about it during COVID. You know, COVID, I think, right. would made a lot of people think about a lot of things, right? It kind of, right. it kind of uh, gave me something to focus on. What you want to do with your life. Yeah, it gave me something to focus on uh, during that whole, you know, the whole lockdown. So, right. yeah. Uh, okay, so it's been, so basically, um You've been so this this idea has been brewing for for a year now. Well, yeah, I'm always thinking about things. You know, you're always thinking about evolving, just like the industry right. evolves. You're always thinking like, what would I've done? What could we do better? What would we do differently? Mm. You know, it's it's just a constant thought process. And and you don't have an issue like if if it's if it's if something doesn't work for for moving forward, you you you're willing. I mean, like, is it easy for you to say goodbye and you know like drop that drop that habit or drop that process and you know and move forward yeah i mean or was yeah, it things, very difficult yeah no no things don't work out you just gotta keep moving forward i don't i mean they, like i said there's always hurdles right you, you're like can we yeah. do this is this possible you know um there's always hurdles you just yeah you just keep moving forward just figure out a new new way a new direction to do it so what's a what's a what's a good day for you like a good day like what's a yeah what's a good, good day? yeah to make oh, you happy what's a good day for you oh well, you happy uh probably just like i i really like making things <laughs> i'll spend the whole day just making products uh it's a, it's a lot of fun uh that is it's creative uh and then going from from ingredients to finished product is it's just so satisfying you know you're just like taking a bunch of things and and it turns into something something valuable now you know something that you could use like especially so, uh, and thick products. Like I'm a huge fan of neem, but neem smells awful. But I think it has such like so many really great benefits. Uh, mm-hmm. Like you said, when you get stuck. So I was like, oh, neem and apple cider is like the two best things to keep fleas and ticks away. Uh, but they smell awful, and you can imagine goodbye. The smell is just like, oh my god, how are we going to be able to do this? Are we going to be able to make apple cider and neem smell good? You know. Uh, but, you know, we have to figure it out. You're playing with different essential oils and putting it together. It actually smells good. It smells like, you know, it's like minty peppermint. I was like, wow, you know, it works, you know. But, yeah, <laughs> like, you know, is this going to work? You know, it's just kind of. So, so of your, your product range, which one would you say is your favorite? Do you have a favorite chow? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think with the soaps, I, I like the bar soaps. I, I prefer bar soaps. Um, okay. Any uh, particular flavor? No, that you I, I go like? through them all. I, 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 I go through them all, you know, different testing. 
Um, okay. It's interesting with the honey one. We use Malanuka honey in the, the honey and oatmeal. And the honey actually has, uh, when, when you saponify oils and use honey, it heats everything up. It actually gives even more of a lather to that. So that was a different, interesting um, um, product of that. It has a, a little bit better wow. lather. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just trying to imagine you in your kitchen doing all this uh you know experiments so like you know like for some people a bar of soap they don't think too much about it but me i'm i'm very curious so your finished product just take like say your manuka honey one how many times did it did you you know experiment and change the formula to tweak it how many times do you do it to, to get it to where it is today um it's a lot. Actually, we donate a lot of soap because we do get a lot. Because <laughs> you just know, it, it's weird. With, so it's a big difference between the bar soap and the liquid soap. So for the bar soap, everything has to be quantified at once. You know, you can't add it after. Uh, so your essential oils, when you put it in, some essential oils die off after or don't smell the same after the, the, the bar cures. Where the liquid soap, you, you could put the essential oils in dilution process. So nothing's burning off in the heat process. So you could play with different different scents and different formulas there where you can't in the bar soap. Uh, so we, we did a lot of bar soaps and like I said, donated a lot of bar soaps because the finished product's just not what you thought it was going to be. Okay. And, you know, just to clarify with everyone, you know, you never went to school to learn how to make soap, right? No, no, I mean, never. <laughs> no. <laughs> so you learned everything because you were curious enough to try and experiment uh, and, and make things. And that's how you learned your craft. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. And then, like I said, uh, spending years doing um, contract manufacturing, working with formula formulators, you really just start learning about different ingredients, what they do and why they're there. Yeah. So, you know, for a lot of people, you know, who are listening in and, you know, they, they think like, oh, do I need to, you know, go to school and get certified and get a degree in, in, in this? It's like, no, you don't. But you must have a curious mind, you yeah. know, mm -hmm. and you must be willing to experiment and like, you know, keep trying something new until it works. I mean, like one thing I have a huge respect for you is that you're very patient. You're a very patient person. <laughs> You know, may, maybe maybe you're a very expressive person, but you you actually are very patient because you're not afraid of tweaking and trying if something fails. You know, like you 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 just keep your, your head keeps thinking like, why did it go wrong and how can I fix it? Yeah. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. Am I right to say yeah, that? I mean, you do. Yes. It, it takes a little time. You can't rush it. You know, you make it. Then even if you make it, you still have to test it. So you're still months out. You know. And then after you make it, now you have to figure out your packaging. So the whole process is going to be long, no matter what. Even if you hit a home run right off the bat, like, oh, I got it. Mm. This is my ingredients. I'm done. Uh, you still just, yeah, you still have a long process to go. So no matter what, it, it just, it takes a while to do these things. But the end goal, you, you always have, you know, you have the, have the one end goal is just to do the best by our pets. Uh, put the best product out there. So however long it takes is how long it takes, you know, but this is, this is the goal. And this is, this is whatever I have to do to get there. And this is, this is, this is truly your passion project, isn't it? Oh yeah. I mean, like it has really, it, I mean, like listening to you, you know, like, you know, like I can, I can, I can hear that, that excitement and, 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 you know, that, that love that you have for what you're doing, you know, it's not a drag. I mean, like some people, 
you know, when when they set up a business after a while, it gets it it gets like a daily grind, you know, like a, a routine, and then they lose that passion. Yeah, you know, and and somehow, you know, I, what what I'm getting from you is that you're always wanting to to be the best. You 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 you're always thinking of how can I be better? How can I serve better? You know, how can I make something even better? You know, for for the animals. Yeah. Uh, and you know, to me, it's like huge respect because oh, thanks. <laughs> really, not not a lot of people have that 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 perseverance. You know, like I said, patience. You know, that stamina for the marathon. Most people think it's going to be very fast and and quick. But if if people look at you and they think like you've had so many years of, you know, running businesses and 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 we you know and learning and refining. What would you say? Because um, you've been in business for for quite a while now. What more than twenty years? No, no, seven. Oh, I had the pet store for seventeen years. Yeah, and then you've had Kinning, you and Kinning Kind, and now you're doing Project Sets, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so that's like how many years of of um, experience put together? Ah, I mean, my entire life is is a pet store. You know, <laughs> from a kid, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. So we're looking at a, a lifetime of, of, of experience. So, you know, like looking back, like which were the key moments where, you know, um, you had obstacles and mistakes that you that really like changed your thinking that they were very important, you feel, in, in pivoting your the way you look at things. Do you have like a couple of moments that's very strong? Uh, yeah, I think, oh. I think like you said, that like having self-doubt, you know, opening a store at uh, 22, everybody has so much doubt in you. I think even being a female makes it even worse, you know. Uh, that is the beginning of, of realizing, like, don't listen to anybody. You know, everybody's telling me I'm crazy. It's not going to work. What are you doing? Um, that becoming successful after a while, you're like, okay, you know, I can do this. Um, after that, going from our main focus was, was, uh, live animals. Like I say, we, you know, we had hand fed birds and the friendliest, you know, every, every, every animal was always like there for, for the kids to touch and play with. I really just wanted an interactive thing, uh, for people and going from that to, to the pet store where we are now doesn't have a live pet in there. Everybody's like, Oh my God, you're crazy. You know, you, you guys sold more birds than anybody else in New Jersey. You guys did this and that you can't change now, you know, or even just moving the pet store, from one location to the next, same thing. Oh, you know, what, what are you doing? You know, nobody's going to follow you there. It's just, you know, people just put so much self-doubt into you that you just can't listen to them, you know? You just got to keep moving forward and, you know, just, like you said, follow your passion. And I feel like a lot of times, uh, if you stay quiet, like, I feel like in meditation, we find our answers, right? Everything's just so noisy around you. When you quiet yourself, the answer's inside you, right? This is This is what I'm supposed to do. And that's where the passion, the fire comes from. You're like, no, this is this is what I was meant to do. I'm just going to keep moving forward. I really like you. <laughs> I, you know, really, I think, um, don't mind me asking, how old are you now? Oh, my God, I just turned 40. Oh, happy birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday. Um, 40 is a good number, you know, <laughs> um, not... Not too young, not too old. Actually, you're in your prime, to be honest. <laughs> That's how I um, tell myself. 
you know it's it's no, no seriously because you know like you are so full of energy you know um and and your new business and everything that you've put it into project sets it's like it's a beautiful product oh thank you it just i because i looked at the website and it's it's beautiful and that's why i was like um i would like to you know try and and get that into from from you you know i don't know how but we'll figure it out you know just to try it out um you know because i think when a person who's an artist you know who's a dreamer like you um, puts their soul into a, a passion project like Project Suds and you create something I don't know it's like you know your essence goes into the product your love goes into the product and the product shines does, does that make sense? Yeah, does that make sense to you? Right, they say that about cooking, right? Never cook when you're mad. Yeah. Uh, that's just the- oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've done that. You know, never cook when you're upset. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. come out right. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I totally agree. You know, there's just something about uh, uh, energy and love and putting it into things. So what are you doing? I mean, like, is it all handcrafted, like, at this point in time for, for, for all your soap bars? I mean, like, yeah, we mix everything by hand. I think that uh, for me, for me, it's an important thing. Like I said, I love making things. You know, I'm not the type of owner who's like, oh, I'm just going to sit on my computer. I, I want to be back there. I want to be with, there with my crew. I want to be, you know, I'm part of the, we're all a team. We're going to do this together. Um, I like doing it. You know, it's just never like, there's nothing, there's no job that is above me. I, I'm with everybody. Um, and it's just part of it. And it, a big thing is just creating jobs, you know, just just being a part of like a, a crew and just like you said, you just see the passion with people. And that's one of the things that I, I really enjoy. And I just can't see myself veering away from it. I really just enjoy it too much. So would you say you're more of an uh, introvert or an extrovert kind of person? Uh, I think I'm an extrovert but at, at, at times it's draining you know when you, you like I love doing the shows it, it like excites me meeting people especially people who are passionate about the same things and you could talk to them about it but then mm-hmm. after you're just like oh my god I'm so tired <laughs> you know you're just you're like you know I just want to like cuddle a chicken or my dog you know for a little bit just, just recharge for a little bit after oh and you know like like who inspires you in your life like you know waking up who inspires you ah it's so many people uh i have so many amazing friends i have uh, an amazing girlfriend who works like i said the homeless shelter um and i feel like she inspires her friends and seeing you know her passion her passions for people um and it's just that inspires me i i read a lot of books uh, i'm a huge fan of books and i just find myself just like filled with emotion reading it and it's just like so many people like you said their journey it's like I don't know it's just so interesting like you said you, you're always interested in people's past and their journeys and things they overcome but I feel like when people find their passion it just it's just it just shows you know and yeah. it's just like you know the answer it, it always comes back to love you know the answer is always love you know when you find your passion you, you put your love into it everything becomes what it's supposed to be so, you know, like, like an average day for you, what time, you know, what does your, 
an average day look like work for you? Like, what time do you normally wake up? I usually wake up pretty early. I wake up pretty early. Honestly, I check my chickens first thing in the morning. Make sure everybody's okay. I uh, have coffee. I cuddle my dog. I, I got to cuddle my dog for about a half hour every morning because she's very needy. And then we like go for a walk. Uh, and then, uh, uh, yeah, then we start working. You know, we start working. Uh, either is it uh, finalizing labels or, you know, tweaking ingredients. Um, we're looking to start mass production. So ideally it'll just be like, you know, head to the warehouse and just start working with everybody and get, you know, orders out and making what we have to make that day. Well, Janine, you, you sound like a woman with, with a lot of conviction and with vision you know, uh, you make it sound so easy and somehow I don't think it's that easy, you know, uh, but you, you have a lot of stamina, you know, um, what do you do to take care of yourself? What do you do to take care of myself? Uh, mm. I think, uh, exercise is probably one of the most important things. I think that keeps you staying a lot of times, um, mm-hmm. exercise. And then I think a lot of times just yeah, travel, taking time for yourself. You know, like you said, to recharge. Uh, for me, it's like either the the ocean recharges me or I, I really like the desert, the mountains. Uh, I think both things kind of recharge you. You know, just a few days there, all of a sudden you're like re-energized. You have a, a rekindle your passion for things. Uh, realize like, say what's important again, you know? Mm. So you have a team working with you with, with, it's not just you as one person, right? Because you sound like you have, you know, like you have a team to sort of help you out, um, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, um, in terms of they, they will share your, your plan and your vision, like, you know, how, how to move things forward, um, you know, and get things going. So when, when do you foresee, you know, the official launch happening? Um, hoping, hoping within a few weeks, probably like two weeks or so, pretty soon. Okay, okay. Um, well, you know, Janine, uh, even though we lost the video feed, you know, uh, you know, I really enjoyed having this 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 conversation with you because I've been I've been looking forward to having this interview with you since oh I think it was since last year maybe. <laughs> I, 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 can't, I can't remember, but, you know, things keep happening. We kept, you know, like pushing the date or whatnot, and that's fine. But, you know, it's like, I, I don't know why. I've, I just had a sense that I really wanted to speak to you and get to know you as a person because there's something, something about you, even through my lim- limited exposure on, on, on uh, social media where I see, see your feeds and stuff, right? Uh-huh. You know, um, there was something about you that I really wanted to, to connect with you and get to know you because I thought, ah, you know, this Janine Ling, she's not, she's not your average girl, you know? Yeah. Something, something very different about her, you know? So I am very grateful that we finally managed to have this, this conversation, you know, and I finally get to meet you because... Um, you're an awesome lady. Ah, thank you, know. you. You really are, you know. Um, you know, uh, it's a pity I, I can't get to meet your other half, your better half, I think, yeah. who inspires you, yeah. you know. Because, um, you know, it's, I, I, just, I just like the fact that, you know, uh, you're a woman. You know, I don't play that up a lot. Maybe it's because I don't think it, I take it for granted now, you know. But you are an independent woman, you know, uh, with your own mind. Uh, you have a huge heart. 
and you love making things, you love experimenting, and you have this curiosity for life, you know, mm-hmm. um, which a lot of people, when they hit 40, some people go into depression, you know, like they think that's the end of the road for them, which is really stupid. <laughs> I don't know why they think that, but you uh-huh. don't think it that way, you know, and you keep thinking, like, how can I make, how can I make something better for my animals? Yeah. Because you love them so much, I you know, and it, 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 it shows true. How many chickens do you have? Like, how, how big is your farm at home no, right now? Hey, we just have four chickens. Then I obsess over I have a baby monitor in the case of Africa. Oh, that's, that's, that's so sweet, you know. Um, but thank you for your time. I know oh, it's getting late me. over there, you know, and, and I, I really appreciate your time. Um, and I and I look forward to to your official launch of Project Suds, um, you know, and trying your your bar of soap. Definitely, yeah, I'm, I'm you know. definitely get it to you. I definitely want to get your feedback. Yeah, because I I'm a soap person now. You know, um, even my dog, she's raw fat. You know, um, she's got skin issues because we managed to control it. So it's more like environmental and stress, a bit like me, eczema. You know, stress, yeah. not enough sleep, and it triggers. Um, but I like, I'm currently, you know, I, I use four-legger on her, but I like to use soap on her as well. So if I can find a good bar of soap that, she, you know, is good for her and good for me. Yeah, I'm going to get some too. Ace. It's, it'll be so cool. I, I love that. I love that. Because a lot of times, a lot of people don't realize that even like a bar of soap has a lot of, the commercial stuff has a lot of crap inside. Like I said, you know? I find that crazy. It's unnecessary. It's like, like I said, go go back, go back to simpler times. You know, where we didn't need any of this. Yeah. So I love your approach. I love your values. You know, and it's and it's really, I think I think you're in the start of a, a really exciting journey now. You know, this part of your your chapter in your life now mm-hmm. is going to be really exciting. So I wish you well. Oh, thank you. You know. And, and your babies and, and your family at home, you know, I, I really wish you well, you know, and blessings to you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Wow. I'm so thankful and grateful that you took the time to listen to this podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could subscribe, download, rate, review, and share this with others whom you care about that may enjoy it as well. Thank you. And remember to be kind to yourself and others. Have a awesome day, everyone.